0: From the fountain of knowledge, there's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional <laughs> idea. <shit. laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning.
0: Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Oh, uh, very excited to have our next guest on. He's a writer. He's not. He's you know dabbled in the world of comedy. He's written parodies. Uh, for David Whitlock and Gaia, I'm very excited to have him on. Please welcome Cliff. Hi, how are you, brother?
1: <laughs> I'm doing fine. Uh, no, I, I haven't written anything for Gaia. You've got that. You've got that uh, backwards. Well, I, we're gonna. We're I got gonna... sued by um by uh, this fellow that is uh, running a blue blue space chicken cult, and he's what? in league. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So I was doing software. Uh, running my predictive linguistics. Okay, so uh, for the last thirty years, I ran software and predicted what the future would be, and we're living in it now. Oh, and so no. I've got all this view on this on the future and what's happening now. Around two thousand and fifteen, my system, which was based on this software, started getting polluted, and I and it took me until two thousand and seventeen to really figure out what was going on and how it had happened. But it, it happened because of this guy by the name of Corey Good and this other guy by the name of David Wilcock. And their producer uh, Jay Weidner, uh, who I happened to have a casual contact with, an acquaintance with prior to that, uh, and they had been running this show on Gaia TV, where this guy was claiming to be uh, Corey Good was claiming to be a an actual um, uh, space or, or time traveling astronaut who had done battles with reptilians and stuff, and he said all of this stuff, and in the, in the midst of his Uh, stories, he stole information out of my linguistic reports that I published every month and a half or so. And he incorporated that into his storyline, it got put out into Hollywood, they picked it up, it fed back into my system, because they were one of my sources, like it was an isolated source. and And it started polluting my data. I spoke out about it. I said, Corey Goode was full of shit. I said, David Wilcock was full of shit. I said, David, or Jay Widener was full of shit. Although I admired his ability to get people to believe this bullshit that he was putting out. And then, and then I offered to fight them uh, because I was really pissed, right? Uh, I was actually in the process of dying of cancer and didn't know it. So I, my emotions were all whipped up and stuff. But in any event, so I uh, got to that point. And then later on, because he irritated me uh, and started... Corey Good, he started doing um, uh, like gang stalking. He had stalkers show up oh, here at yeah, my property, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of this kind of shit, right? And so, um, so I started uh, fighting him back on Twitter, and the bastard sued me. Okay, and uh, and I got an attorney. The attorney didn't know how to fight worth a damn, so I had to fire him. Waste of money on the attorney. Did it on my own and got my ass kicked out of the case. The judge agreed with me. I should not have been there. The rest of the case is going on. Corey Good's suing all kinds of people. Basically, he's suing one clump of people that he used to work with to produce this bullshit. And then he's suing another clump of people that had uh uh bitched and moaned and said that his stuff was bullshit, and he's suing them. So he's suing both halves of the chaos of the thing. Chaos, right. Chaos. Yeah. So <clears throat> you I, I I did my own. Um, legal stuff and I put the judge in a bind okay and so he had to throw me out there was because judges um, judges are curious creatures they don't want ever to uh, do any precedent setting anything it scares the crap out of them because it'll be overturned the odds are it'll be overturned so I made sure that he had to either um, do a motion to dismiss grant my motion to dismiss or he would have to do something. In the very next thing he would, that was up there, would, he would have had to um, have adjudicated this injunction request I had put in. And no matter which way he did it, he would have set precedent. And so I knew he wouldn't want to even mess with that. And so if he threw me out of the case, he didn't have to mess with that. And so he threw me out of the case. Uh, and, it, and it aided the other guys too, because it busted it up. It was a bogus case. It's um, Damn, dude. You know, it's a law fair to shut you up, basically. I would love to be my own lawyer i've been thinking about going to law law
0: school just to learn all the legalese of everything because i think it's important that you know but also i'm starting to think we're entering like a banana court like type society where there's laws and what the judges enforce are there
1: you know totally 100
0: opposite of what the law says so i think we are living an interesting time
1: okay so there's there's the thing guy uh, you're correct as to the times now. You're correct that the courts are corrupted. Uh, you're correct that they, they're going to adjudicate on things that are other than, than strict law and being impartial, right? You see how many judges are are investing in companies that they're adjudicating over all of this kind of thing, it's corrupt all to hell. So I agree with you, but it is at a pinnacle of corruption, and these things always change during that period of time. So the Taoists have it quite correct that you can can only see the depths of the valley when you're standing on top of the hill. And you can only see the, the underbrush of the, of the, and the skirts up there of the corrupt ones on top of the hill when you're standing in the valley. So we're standing in the valley now, and we've got to climb up on that hill. And, and the society's in the process of doing that. They, a lot of, Most of the normies don't recognize this. They don't know what's going on. A lot of the conspiracy people are aware that something is going on, but they're mislabeling it and misunderstanding the nature and scope of, of what's happening. So I, I w- I'm a little nervous to ask this, based on your data,
0: that and your system, is there hope?
1: Oh sure, oh sure, oh yeah, it's um, uh, it's massive uh, in terms of uh, potential and positivity going forward. All right, um, we're at the crux of the uh, crises point, where all of the crises combined, and, and at the at the point of any extreme instantly in this universe, you head to the other extreme. Uh, we know this is a fact and the Taoists and everybody else have, you know, um, regimented and, and conceptualized it and put it into a framework. So there is hope we're going to go into sci fi world. So in sci fi world, that's how I labeled it. Uh, we have okay, so the word psi is Greek, and we use it in science, and it means knowing, okay, the the phi part of it is fiction, right? So we're going into a world that in my my understanding is going to be knowing, and we're going to have to fictional, we're going to have to create our new world because we can't go back. So here's our basic problem all of our lives, we've lived in a paradigm that was structured by uh, forces inimical to humans. So we thought we had developed a pretty cool world with, you know, digital technology, digital watches, all of this kind of stuff, only. Um, It was really, in a sense, uh, we built our own prison at the behest of all of these uh, other uh, forces. Now we're coming to the point where those forces are being undone by exposure. And so we'll be able to, and the framework is crumbling. It can't support itself unless certain conditions exist. They can't condition, those conditions can't exist forever. And we've come to the point where they're ending. And so now we have to build a whole new world. So it's, it's more than hope, it's sort of, um, it's hope plus uh, a kick in the ass and a slap across the face, because there's going to be giant shock at the potential of what we can create as we come out of all of this crud. It's not going to be easy, it's going to take like a couple of decades to work through this, we're going to get through the, a big chunk of it in the next couple of years, and we'll probably know that we've got something really, um, that there is the potential, a positive potential, we should know that by January. So you only have a few more months to go before you'll start seeing an emotional pickup in the general populace around as they start tumbling to the idea that there is this big potential for hope and cleaning up all this crap.
0: Well, I love that, man. And everything you're saying it really resonates with me. And it's been this kind of sense that I've had, you know, my my whole theory. And, I, you know, I've I've interviewed many people on it and they've talked a lot about it, but you know, one thing is like, I just think these parasites, whoever they are, whatever level they are on the pyramid of power that is our existence, you know, they're not bigger than the universe. They're not bigger. They no more. Like Klaus Schwab, who could be like the head of the head of the head of the thing, is just a speck of uh, of crud to. Yeah. Uh, the universe. It's the tiniest, tiniest thing out there That and they can't, they're not bigger than this giant thing that is very beautiful with all these rules and whatever, whoever put together and he's just a tiny part of that part. He's a particle in the whole thing and whatever he's trying to do is going against the rules of nature and something that is the original sin is that they, you know, man thought that he could rewrite the rules of the universe and we're starting to see that all
1: right all over crash the crash and
0: burn you know right. and the exposure and there's a lot of stuff and i'd love to hear it because man I, this is a wonderful interview i would love to hear your thoughts like so the whole theory would be it, it if the internet is exposing all their lives why don't they just shut down the internet and then my question is like the question is, can they? Like,
1: they can't. Can, they are can't.
0: there forces uh, that we do not see that are are controlling the internet that won't allow these these people who are masters of mankind? But in the in the in the you know the whole picture, they're, again, they're just specs Sure, sure. There's, it works
1: on works on two different levels. Okay, so there's the unseen forces that move humanity one way or another. All of this kind of stuff, the universe monkeying with it. But there's the practical part of all of this too. They they can. They can shut down the internet but the instant they shut it down they uh, abro they they actually abdicate control and they destroy their ability to control because the only way they can control us is through the little smartphones and the internet okay and so there is that at a social level that's true there's also it's also true that they can't shut it down because of the nature of the telcos okay so i worked in the telephone industry Uh, i worked on a bunch of patent um patented software. In fact, I worked on this thing called SS seven signal switching system seven. This is what allows the internet to exist. And it was a brilliant piece of work and came along in the 80s. And um, it's a backbone thing on the on the telephone industry. But here's something people don't understand. The telephone industry is very tightly regulated by the military. All right, the telephone industry is a very key thing for the military at all levels. So starting all the way from the backbone, the, uh, the actual trunk lines that AT&T used to own. From that point uh, that they, they had those uh, cross-continental and then interna- international phone lines, the military owns that. So at any time, they can come on in and flip a couple of switches and take control of this entire system away. They know where all of the major uh, routing points are. I used to have to service these as one of the technicians. And it's all set up to be militarized. So it's got it's already bunkerized, so to speak. There's no one there, but they can at any time put personnel there to guard it. So, um, yeah, so there are people in control of the Internet in a way that the um, uh, the powers that be, the globalists, uh, uh, while they're aware of it, they're not necessarily cognizant uh, that it can be used against them this way. And so, yeah, so in my opinion, um, Ownership. Okay, so this is going to sound goofy, but I think let's not use ownership. Let's use control. Control of Facebook changed this past Monday.
0: Oh, okay. Now, yeah, you got my ears. What, tell, okay, tell so me what you're thinking. I love this.
1: Okay, so here's here's the thing. So there's these oh, things snaps. called ISP. Okay, that's an internet service provider. Uh, There's there's bunches of these guys. They run this thing that is called asynchronous networks, the AS networks. And so each of the ISPs is basically running their own little Internet. All right. In order for me back here in my my little asynchronous network uh, to go through my ISP to connect over to Facebook over here. My ISP has to support a record that's called a BGP protocol. It's a border gateway protocol. And, and the way we write it in the phone industry was a, a G gateway, and then it was a B for the border protocol. Okay. But it's the same thing. This is a propagated by the ISP. So Facebook doesn't control this. This is controlled by 64,000 ISPs and also these things called OSPs or other service providers. And they put these records out and they send them from one to the other. And it's the backbone it, it provides the updating and the backbone for what's called DNS, right? Domain name services, which is where they resolve the words Facebook down to an IP address. And so all you have to do to seize control of something is to have a big stash of IP addresses and route in different controls through an ISP and you own whatever it is. And so if you wanted really, if you want to hack, hack stuff, this is the route you go. Most, most hackers don't mess with it because it's router protocol, and it's really arcane, even as this stuff goes. But and, and my way of thinking is that they took down Facebook at this level because they swapped out true control.
0: And, the, a, a, and there is an argument for that, I, I mean, obviously, or evidence to that from someone like me, who isn't familiar with a lot of stuff you're talking about, but has, an, uh, based on what you're talking about, has an understanding. And that is that, you know, at one point, Facebook, the address wasn't even available anymore like if people were putting it in to see if it was even of a, a verified address and it was gone and then it came back again so that would fit into exactly what you're talking about guys i want to tell you about our friends at talk space guys talk space they're one of the leaders in this new form of therapy guys mental health is super important and a lot of people are like kind of like like scared to get involved with it you know and your mental health is very important. And meeting with a therapist to work on your mental health is just as helpful as meeting with a personal trainer to work out on your physical health, okay? And it has a positive impact on all your life and could be life-changing, okay? Talkspace makes it possible to speak with a licensed therapist right from your phone, tablet, or computer, okay? Unlike traditional therapies, you, you can message your therapist anytime. Text, video, voice. It's 100% sc- secure, and stigma-free. The way that therapy should be, okay? I know I know, I, I get a little weirded out about it at first, but, man, I'm telling you, you know what's great about therapists? Is like you get to talk about you. How many times you start talking yeah, to yeah, a therapist right. <laughs> and then whoever you're... How many times you get to talk to a friend and then it just becomes you're hearing their problems? Yeah. Oh, they're trying to up, one-up you? Yeah, oh, I got it even worse. You're like, I yeah. want to hear... A-. Therapists are great because you just get to talk. Talk, 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 and they have to listen. And
1: you know they've heard far worse than what you're Yeah. Right,
0: right, right. At Talkspace, your privacy is secure, and it's their number one priority. The app puts you in a private room just with you and your therapist. Send messages 27, 24-7 and get replies throughout the day. No need to wait for weekly appointments, okay? Talkspace encrypted is encrypted and adds security features that keep your conversations fully Protected. No more excuses. Okay. Nothing. You can go do it. Get personal. Personal help isn't weird anymore. It's smart. Okay. And here's what I want you to do. Join Talkspace today and start moving forward with a single message. Okay. Join Talkspace. This is all you got to do. Just join Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use the promo code. Tinfall at sign up. that's 100 dollars off at talkspace.com promo code tinfoil get help guys
1: okay a couple of other things there all right so let's look at it this way if this was a hack or an accident to take down this layer bear in mind it takes about it takes a certain amount of time to propagate if they don't do a push it propagates on a 24-hour basis it refreshes every 24 hours to keep all these These uh, uh, address resolution things uh, updated for these gateways that connect to all of these. So here's the thing. It came up fairly quick. I was expecting that if it was a hack or if it was an accident or if it was an inside job, only on an inside job could it come up this quick. All right. So there's two types of inside jobs. It could have been an inside job where someone got really, really, really angry at Facebook. And propagated out on a push a bogus bgp protocol block and so facebook disappeared right so that that happened at one level it could have been a disgruntled employee in which case if facebook had discovered that this was the the instance then they could easily just put back the real one and shove it back out again right okay and so it could come up in a few hours but that would take them a while to discover how it had been done and I actually think that there's another possibility and that that was there was a prepared substitute, a replacement BGP block that was ready to be pumped out by whoever did this. So there's two possibilities. It could have been a hack and and they could have recovered fairly quickly once they had discovered it. What I find interesting was that they discovered it really fast if that was the case. And uh, from what I hear, Facebook's IT department isn't that swift? Okay. So from, from my contacts in the industry. All right. So I, I, but on the other hand for it to, and so I actually thought it would take one or maybe one and a half days to recover from a hack because it would take them that long to figure out what had been done, because this is low level, almost touching down to the telcos, down to the telephone companies. And so it didn't, didn't happen that way. It came back fairly rapidly within a few hours. And so that was sort of a shock to me because I thought, Hmm, made me think maybe maybe was a substitution. Maybe there was a replacement already prepared, ready to go. This block of, of numbers is not trivial, okay? This this uh, border gateway protocol block to, that you push out that process, while it's easy to do and you just hit a button and off it goes, it's not trivial to, to prepare if you had someone monkey with it. So to have a complete new one, you'd either have to go to a backup that you knew to be good, and that would be another issue you'd have to validate it, And so, see, having done this work before, I would anticipate that it would have taken at least eight or 10 hours once you discovered it to to work through this process, especially with, you know, a bunch of numbnuts in your IT department. Right. So so something something weird was going on. And then, of course, we have the instance of, you know, uh, Trump getting his his
0: Facebook page back.
1: back. So that doesn't connect. All right. So bear in mind that is not connected to the, the BGP problem that existed. I know the BGP problem existed because I went out and looked uh, to see if I could find what was going on. And sure enough, their entire records were gone. Um, I know some accommodating OSPs, other sort of service providers that just checked for me and oh, yeah, it's gone. Anyway, though, um, so that is such a low level, it either takes all of Facebook out of the picture or brings it all back up and it would bring it back up as it had been the instant before it went down. Okay, so the fact that his page didn't exist the instant before it went down, and it did when it came back Ah, up.
0: Ah, there you go. Wow. And
1: and what else was going on? The Facebook people were locked out of their own building during this period of time. Wow. Now, I think this is the activity of what I call a self-organizing collective, a SOC. And I first saw these socks originate in 1997 in my data. And uh, so I think one of these socks is, is participating in this battle against the, uh, the deep state. And this was one of the things that they had just recently done. This war so, is n- not like cannons and shit. It's firing information and doing things like that. Right, this.
0: right. It's like a digital war,
1: it's controlling
0: right, exactly. uh, uh,
1: mediums
0: and, and stuff like that yeah i totally get you know it's very interesting i have a podcast called Tim Fall hats it's going on like it started in 2016 so it's going to be uh, almost uh five years and one of the original episodes we did was with a gentleman uh duncan trussell long before and he was talking about how there was this group of people that were uh working to for the light to battle these dark forces and you know later on Q comes and everybody buys into that. And then when nothing happens, you know, everyone's,
1: what? (laughs) Oh, this is the thing about Q, okay? All right. So you have to understand that my work involved time. All right. I invented this system that I called predictive linguistics, which was the ability to suss out the changes in emotion, which precede the changes in behavior that are leaked out by our language ahead of the, the events occurring. Okay. So I made predictions in 2001 that are coming true now. Okay. So they, we had a 20 year Delta on that. And I actually even went further because I, my first run was 1997. So we're looking 23 years there. All right. So I know time in that kind of a thing. So Q was never, ever, ever intended to uh, do anything other than it did. They knew that a number of people would be disappointed and crashed emotionally that was one of the effects that they wanted to occur they knew it had to happen even though it was basically harsh Okay, it's done on the same reason that you you haul people in for eight weeks or 12 weeks of basic training and basically shock the crap out of them in order to get into use to the thinking and things of a military mindset. So that was done very strategically. But that, that was a side effect. That was a side effect. That was one of the things they intended to have happen. Q is riddled with temporal markers uh the and it and they tell you in there that there are temporal markers that they're placing there but they're not going to lay it out for you because they're in the midst of this war and they're not telling the the other side that none of this was intended to happen in 2018 none of it was intended to happen 17 18 19, 20. it was intended to happen 20 21 22 23. Okay, there was a four-year delta shift there. It was intended to do this for a number of reasons, one of which was to cause this emotional crash into everybody that was following it so that they'll wake up out of the follower mindset. Because what Q did was to take them from their original follower mindset of the powers that be and shift them over into an alternative view. But now it had to wake them up in a form of initiation, crash their mind so that they would be free thinking. This is why I call 2022 the year of initiation, because we're all going through initiation. Initiation is not fun. All right. So the Q people knew all of this stuff was coming and they they constructed this in an amazingly intricate and delicate fashion across a number of years to provide us with temporal clues. If you knew how to read the material, that's when my that's why when my data first started saying there was somebody coming. Started showing me this in about 2004, 2005, got into the reports in maybe 2015 or 16 or something where I was talking about this poet of the revolution. And the poet was going to speak in a very unusual kind of a uh, uh, verbiage and was going to lead us all into basically the revolution itself and was going to be this major impact. And along comes Q. Q is global. All of, these, all of these things are not specifically oriented to the United States, even though they are instantly, in that instance, specifically oriented to the United States. This is a global war that's going on. So, so we're going to see all of this stuff out of Q. In these coming months and days, there's a four year delta, if you want to see what's going to happen in October, you can go back and look at Q posts from October of the first year 2017. And then look at the Octobers go and look at all the October posts, because those relate to this October, and next October.
0: Oh, my God. Dude, I know so many people are going to love to hear that. It is just very interesting. There are things I would see where it's like, okay, that makes sense. That was predictable. Uh, You know, I also think there's a little bit of what they call sigil magic going on with this. Hold on one second. Sorry about this.
1: That's fine. (laughs) I don't mind the puppy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This sigil magic going on where it's almost like there's a telling of what's going on so that You're right, man. It all starts to click with me when you start talking about that. It's like you have to get people prepared for what is out there to shock them into an understanding of what is going on. So, you know, it's like my whole thing with Q is that, like, I would always go, man, I know this stuff is going on. You know, Q Q is for a lot of other people to hear that. I, I understood it's going on, but I do see that so many people woke up with Q. And, uh, and you, you know, you bring up a lot of stuff like uh, to understand this, this initiation. There's so much that went on with Q that I talk about. And I still, to this day, say it all the time, like say whatever you want about these people that were into Q. They did the one thing that spiritually, I think is the most powerful thing you could do, which is pull your time, your money and your energy out of the system. That is corrupt. It's, you know, it's like, you know, get out of the dying system, build your own system. And that is what I've seen happen. More people have moved from the city to farms, growing their own food, living their own thing, getting back to families. This is all what you've just described to me. This this initiation is going on. This this change, this exposing of cultural Marxism and all this stuff, this silent war that's been been being raged here in the United States, against the people, I just all,
1: all I, around the planet, all around the planet, all it's around been, the
0: planet, man.
1: Not just here. I mean, it's uh, it's in Sweden, Finland, you know, Australia, uh, you know, New Zealand. Uh, I'm going to be talking with uh, Vinnie Eastwood here later today or um, maybe uh, next week. But he's um, he's just been released from his uh house confinement. What was his crime? Saying hey, there's a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> you know, and that was it. And so, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's come to that now where uh, we're at the point of the collapse of the old system in all different kinds of ways. So the petrodollar empire has died. The just-in-time uh, supply system that was invented in the 50s and perfected in the 60s has died. It, it won't be coming back. Um, Any number of things have collapsed. The monetary financial system has collapsed. We just don't feel the effects of it because it's all so huge. And so we'll take months to understand that this collapse has happened and to start feeling the effects on us. But right now we're living in the equivalent of a global Venezuela, right? So we're going to have massive prices, uh, shooting up in cryptos, gold, silver, uh, you know, tires for your vehicles, uh, filters for your cars are going to become, uh, uh, you know, trade goods, uh, people that were smart enough to stash liquor and, and coffee and all especially coffee and chocolate are going to have items to trade and this sort of thing, it's going to go on for a number of years as we work out of this, the sock is engineering, uh, the self organizing collective is engineering things in in unseen fashion at the moment, but it will soon be very, very, very visible. And this will include military action here in the United States uh, on North, and no, excuse me, military action on the North American continent. Okay, not excluding Canada, not excluding uh, Alaska, and in also in the United States, not excluding Hawaii, and maybe not even excluding Mexico. It may involve Mexico. Uh, it's going to be that uh, that weird. It's going to be a really strange period of time. Well, you know, they've, they've basically set it all up. So in my way of thinking, there is this non-human agent, okay, and I call it the bug, all right, because I took a lot of psychedelics and I would go to this place called hyperspace. All right. And in the hyperspace, the very first time I popped in there, I met an incredible being that was capable of controlling hyperspace and make it look very much like this reality we have here, floors and walls and that kind of stuff. And hyperspace is not like that. And I did not appreciate at that initial contact how powerful this being was because when I, he threw me out of his space, I was an irritant. I shouldn't have been in there. I was a cockroach. He was a bug, but I was a cockroach basically. Right. And he throws me out of his space. I'm, I'm really stoned at that point on mescaline and I say, okay, this, I'm not having this shit. And so I went back there and, and popped back in again, deliberately. And I didn't know I could do that. And, and it shocked him. And he threw me out again. And at that point I left because I, I didn't get thrown back to my body. I got thrown back into the rest of hyperspace and I discovered how cool it was. But what, what shocked me now, all these years later was that that being was so powerful that it could push out all of the um, mentally, it could push out all of the distractions of regular hyperspace to create this this space that I thought of as a laboratory. And if you've ever taken anything and gotten to hyperspace, it is the most bizarre place on the in in any reality. It is more real than anything here. But you know, all of the molecules of the air sit there and shimmer and talk to you and 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 uh, praise you. And the grass tries to caress your feet, and there's time talking to you as it flows in the stream by you. So it is just, it's just, an, and this is everything is just incredibly active and so on. So these beings, these bugs that I call them, the mantid, really it looked more like an ant. Um, but if it's that powerful, it could, might not have even looked like that. It might have just been using some kind of a, you know a, an automaton that it had created in hyperspace and that and that presented it to me so i don't really know what they look like i just call them the bug and that's a placeholder i think they're controlling all of the crap we're going through and i think that they've got the ccp and the globalists attacking us on all of these fronts and there's proof of this if you go and read the book that was put out by the, in the CCP called Unrestricted Warfare, it lists out everything that we're going through right now. And it did so in like the early 90s. It was written by uh, a very high up colonel in the, um, who was both in the CCP and the People's Liberation Army in China, and he was a planning colonel. And he said, he said uh, they, they had done this study and they said, we'll never ever be able to defeat the United States um, in a in a war where we have to throw weapons at each other. Can't do it because we're bad at logistics. We can't get our people over there, feed them all of this kind of stuff, right? The only thing we have is manpower, and they recognize that. And manpower can be eliminated by nuclear bombs real easy. So they said, how are we going to defeat the United States and conquer the rest of the planet? And so they came up with this plan. And right now we're suffering that plan because we've got uh, stolen elections, digital Pearl Harbor kind of thing, right, where they control it, We've got COVID that was released, a bioweapon that was released and spread through the United States for this effect. Uh, We've got their uh, control of our uh, captured um, institutions, which force this this protocol on the hospitals, which is actually killing everybody, because it's not the disease that's killing everybody, it's the protocol. And so all these doctors and stuff are probably, and hospital administrators are probably going to be put up against a wall and shot later on. But uh, we've got the the fake uh, insurrection on the January 6th. We've got the media totally controlled. They appointed incompetent military leaders over us that did the thing in Afghanistan to provide the Chinese all of this material. Uh, We've got civil disobedience in all of the cities here to make us think that we don't like our own government and and we're degrading and we're gonna split up and balkanize and change our mindset. We've got the financial system collapsing. We've got foreign policy collapsing. We've got Australia and New Zealand captured. Uh, england and france and all these other places are in turmoil all of this is is due to a single point of entry into humanity so because it's not just us it's it's pan-humanity right and so even the russians are dealing with vaccine issues and all of these kind of things peripherally to us the closer you are connected to the chinese the more the, to the ccp the more these in things are influencing you so i put the bugs influence right back to the CCP and the globalists because they're intimately tied. This small group of 13 families, 300 uh, extended uh, primary members going out to about 3,000 members, and then all of their millions of followers or, or minions are allied with the CCP and they're controlling all of the shit we're going through now. They're pumping in people from the borders uh, they're, they're having other countries empty their prisons and put them on airplanes and ship them over to the borders to come on in. And all of this stuff is all this turmoil is going on. And it is not an organic situation. All right. This was engineered by what I call the bug. And it doesn't matter what the bug is. It is not human. It is this top down power thing. And humans do not organize that way natively. So uh, we're at this point where universe has said, OK, let's fight.
0: Uh, all that stuff—it just resonates with me. I, it—I've thought about that in way in different ways, and that there are entities that ba- battle here. The, this is wherever we live, Cliff. It's very special. It's a realm. I don't know what it is, but it's like it's it's it, it's like the Royal Rumble in WrestleMania. Everything comes it. down, and they just enter the ring, and everybody's banging. You could see what this border crisis is about. It's exactly what they did to Europe. They flooded Europe with Middle Easterns. And the way they did that is we bombed their homeland so these poor people had nowhere to go but run and then change the fabric of Europe. There's no go zones in Europe where if you're yeah. not Muslims, you're not allowed to go there. And, I, and to be honest with you, I don't think those people want to be there. I think they want to be back in their homelands where they're from. Yeah. That's where they're yeah. – you know. but the these parasites – have created this thing where there's this all this unrest and everybody is just in flux. And I feel that people are waking up to this more and more and more and more, and they see what's going on. And let
1: me me give you a twist there, a nuance. okay? Okay. So the bug works through mind control. All right. So the bug does not have any real power here. It controls the minds of the people that we call these parasites and through them, it gives them the ideas to come on in and, and um, cause these problems in humanity i think it wants to kill us off for its own reasons and we can get into that if you want but the the bug does this in a way that has been discovered or analyzed by the self-organizing collective that's battling it right and so the self-organizing collective probably back as early as maybe the 70s decided that there was only one way to win this war and that is that we were going to have to to fight a war that we were losing at that time. So at that time, the American military, and I think that the American military forms the the core of this sock. all right, that there's military guys in there. We were losing the Vietnam War because of these particular aspects that were delineated in this short, brilliant little book called The Art of the Flea, or The War of the Flea, The War of the Flea. And now we are the fleas, Okay, All of us are fleas. All of humanity were doing the War of the Flea against the bug and and so it's kind of funny using the the an insect to I, uh, analogy to battle another insect but here's what's actually going to happen they knew the sock knew that the mind control was working on all of the all of us normies and awakened people as well because the mind control is very 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 deep and very 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 subtle And so they decided that certain things had to happen. One of these things that had to happen was this shock or series of shocks. The shock of the new had to come through humanity. And so Q was part of that. The collapse of Q was part of that. The the non-whatever of Q was part of that. There had to be this fade process. The, uh, The springing up the natural finding by people like us of the concept of devolution was part of that because of the respringing of a new way of thinking about this. This is all initiation. It is all attempting to control our responses to the bug's mind control and give us something there when all that breaks down. So I know from having gone through initiation ceremonies, I recognize that's what's being done to humanity, right? And I know we're going through this now. So the nuances of what you're saying are you're you're quite correct. But they're uh, they're engineering all of this mind control and trying to engineer the normies out of the mind control of the bug. And sooner or later, we'll start seeing the the populace turn around and say, okay, what's that big insect doing up there? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing, right? And it's happening all around us. More and more people are waking up. The The bug needed its level of control. Its mental control uh, structures, the way it does it, uh, rely on the internet and all of this kind of stuff. But the very tools it's using are going to be its own undoing. And the SOC is using a lot of that um, judo kind of thing back on it. And that's what we're seeing is sort of like a giant social engineering uh, jiu-jitsu match here.
0: Hey, everybody, I want to tell you about our new friends, our new sponsors at BudVac. BudVac. Look at this thing, man. Bam. Look at hold that. It up, uh, hold it up to the camera. We'll hold it up, what, bud. Kind of- Look at that. I'm good at
1: pumping. BudVac is is
0: a -a one-of-a-kind cannabis stash container that comes with a vacuum pump to extract all the air, allowing cannabis enthusiasts to store their product in an oxygen-free environment. That's really cool. That is cool. BudVac stores storage jars. You'll be able to taste, smell, and feel the difference. That is some real deal stuff. Now, how do you take it off there? You just press this little valve. And then it releases the air and it opens it up. Bam! Look at that. Budvac storage jars are the only all glass vacuum containers on the market. They do not retain odor, nor do they leach BPA like the plastic competition, okay? Budvac jars preserve volatile terrapins and cannabinoids by removing all oxygen within the container remember oxygen causes oxidation okay which is the root of terrapin and cannabinoid degradation degradation okay (laughs) i should have practiced this but back jars are incredibly easy to use and each one comes with a vacuum pump i love it simple Place the, it's simply place a vacuum one pump. One
1: pound jar they got there. Damn, oh, dude, they got different sizes. Yeah, Look at that, dude. Real, stoner shit. Bam, real stoner shit. real stoner
0: shit. Real stoner stuff. Is that an electric one, too, st- st- down there? Oh, yeah, he's got, in case you're too oh, lazy. yeah, in oh, case oh, you just want to cool. press buttons. You know you can put something else in that. Damn,
1: that's, that's
0: dope. You know the next level is this. That also is a woman's vibrator. There we go. <laughs> simply place a vacuum pump on top of the container. Pump till you hear a click sound, and your contents are Freaking protected. All right? XG knows him. He's a fan of Tim Fall Hat. He's part of the Swarm, and therefore, we wanted to work with him to get his product out. And uh, anytime we help the Swarm, we're going to help him. And this is what we're going to do, dude. Okay? This is what we're going to do. You want to keep your weed sweet? You want storage right? Uh, You don't want oxidation and degradation. Degradation. Okay? (laughs) Go to BudVac.com and use the promo code T-F-H at checkout for 10% discount, okay? That's BudVac.com. Use the promo code T-F-H. Get it, man? I want I want you to send me some videos. Watch you guys doing some pumping and some pulling and some rocking oh, and some sealing. Send us some videos of you. Ro- Look at that, dude. That. Look at that. Yeah. BudVac.com. Promo code T-F-H save your weed, make it rock for as long as possible. Cause you're going to need w- weed during a zombie take apocalypse time, time. Is, is the bug. Uh, now, now, you know, China was a poor country getting its ass kicked forever. And then you have this whole movement to install Mao. Nothing of that. None of that's okay, true. No, no,
1: no. Chiang Kai-shek in the, um, in the capitalist rise pre, uh, pre-communist takeover, uh, was uh, China was on its way to becoming an industrial powerhouse, and the globalists did not want that. They installed Mao to destroy China, and when when China started reemerging, they had Mao do the Cultural Revolution. Not it, it, we think of it in the West; he did it to retain his own power. But no, he did it to kick China back to the point where it would be uh, susceptible to the globalist takeover when um, uh, Bush went over in the seventies, right? It wasn't that Reagan and, or and Nixon uh, opened up the 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 uh, CCP. It was that the Bush people went on over. So Bush, after Nixon does the the nominal uh, "Hi, how are you?" kind of a thing, uh, the Bush family goes over. Right within that one week, there were seven hundred factory contracts signed. So they they got purchased or built started building seven hundred factories within that first week. So we knew. I knew in nineteen. 19- Seventy-one that they were offshoring all of our jobs, and that we would end up here now because of that. So this is all engineered going back so far. So you can't think that it was even organic that Mao arose. All right, he was supported by the Rockefellers. He was yes. supported by the by the Rothschilds. Yeah, yes. more, more of the Rothschilds? Same thing with Stalin. Correct. 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 So they're all. It goes way back. The Bolsheviks, uh, communism is not an organic thing. Yeah, Communi- communism was paid for by the Fabian Society. Uh, Karl Marx and and Frederick Engels. Karl Marx is was this really disturbed uh, fellow that uh, was a, a hedonistic homosexual and he loved the royals he loved living the royal lifestyle he could never have been a communist himself except that he could have been at the top of the power pyramid so it was it communism is exactly how bugs work they're just a single structured society where there's something at the top and everybody else does what they're told and and communism is just exactly that it it originated because it was needed and uh, by the uh, way by the way do you know when it originated when? In, the, in the 1800s and it was coincident with our civil war, all of these kind of things, all these civil wars and stuff, all of these things are engineered. It sounds really crazy to get into this level of conspiracy, but no, know.
0: no, not at all, man. I, you know, I, I say this all the time. I go, I, if there wasn't this paradise par, uh, parasite class, how much war would actually happen? Yeah. You know, how many, how many like cultural movements are, are organic? I, I don't see it. I mean, mm. you look at, you know, now you're starting to see, you know, across the world, people marching against this stuff, but it's taken two and a half years. When you had this thing with George Floyd, it ignites, and now there's yep, there's yep. riots everywhere, and you're like, that's yep. not natural. Right. That's well, the BLM
1: hard. is is they they were funded by the CCP, you know, and the CCP pays every one of our Supreme Court judges millions of dollars to come over to China and give two lectures a year as a visiting professor of law. Now that's a bribe. You know yeah, so 100 no, percent. this whole thing is structured all the way through so yeah it took us a long time but here's the thing against the bug it is the long time slow going incredibly slow moving uh, uh fourth generation warfare that wins all right it is not any other thing because the bug wants us to default to fighting each other uh in fierce battles From my viewpoint, from my weird, strange uh, woo-woo viewpoint here, the bug wants to eliminate a lot of us because we're too psychic, because we leak out uh, mental activity too much and we're disturbing to its intentions, its experiments or whatever the hell it's doing, we we irritate it and there's too many of us and it wants to get rid of us. That's why we have a depopulation agenda, right? Like what human really wants to go in and depopulate humanity? And, you know, here we have globalists that that's their wet dream to kill 13 out of 14 people. And they're on their way to doing it.
0: Unbelievable. Well, and he does speeches know. on it. And then the fact checkers that he he basically fights <laughs> come out that the Anna something foundation has funded all of these fact checkers. And you see who funded that that whatever Anna something foundation is Bill and Melinda Gates founded yeah. all the fact checkers. It is so insane how deep and intricate this 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 war that they're doing has been done and it's taken over time over time they've been very 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 slow
1: slow That's, that's the thing though look they had to move fast that's why we're seeing it now that's why the normies are waking up now i put it down to these strange energies from space all right that the sun is hauling us into this new area of space uh, which is we're in an electric universe and most people don't understand that as our sun, that, that we're in a, a spiral, we're we're like the sun is pulling a bunch of, of uh, it's a comet pulling a bunch of debris. Our planet is some of the debris that it's pulling, all of the planets, right? And as it goes from one area of space to another, it passes through these electrical bands. And as we go from one electrical band, a level of one potential to another potential, our electrical uh, state changes throughout our solar system, and shit happens, and we get more energies of different kinds coming in. So we've got UVC hitting the, which is a different type of UV light hitting the actual surface of the Earth. Now, prior to, mm, I want to say 2002. So most of my life that had never, ever, ever happened. And so we know that there's, there's increasing effects of new energies and stuff. And in this electric universe, things change, um, uh, universe, I think uses these plasma bands, these electrical bands to cause things to change at a potential level. And we've gone through that. And so that's what I think is also contributing to this awakening process. Now, the problem is think of all the poor normies, you know, sitting there watching their, their, news or whatever right going to mcdonald's and stuff having to absorb all of this kind of information just to get get some idea of what's going to happen uh next year right i mean it's it's uh it's going to be amazing to watch them i I don't some of them i think their heads are going to explode trying to absorb all of this stuff because everywhere you go you think you've got it okay i've discovered it all and then it's like uh oh no there's that other layer i got to think about that now you know it's deeper even so
0: well, it, I, I, you know, it's very interesting because, you know, this has been this very meticulous, like slow, like build, build, build. And then it's been like, go, you know, and that go was very quick, man, very quick. And I think they overplayed their hand with this booster shot. And you started seeing people going, hey, man, I, I, what in the history have we ever had to do booster shots and stuff like that? Something's going on. You hear people waking up more and more and more and more. And I think people are, I mean, like basically the brand of Bill Gates is done that that they they've tried to take him away for a little while. He seems to have an ego want to get back in front of the limelight. Dr. Fauci's brand is kind of, no, you don't think so?
1: I, no, no, I don't think he's his own master. Okay. So they had him get divorced. All right. I'm certain that his <laughs> wife was really freaked out by uh, I'm not certain. I think maybe she might have been freaked out by his extracurricular activities, but I don't think that was the issue of what was going on. That was engineered. Whoever Bill Gates uh, controls him has him get divorced. And he did not want to do that interview, okay? He was not being driven by ego. He was scared shitless to do that. He was trepidatious. He was quivering in his, in his uh, being just sitting there trying to answer those questions uh is he so, an actor no no you mean like no 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 he's built I mean, is he
0: yeah he's not his own master is
1: Correct. is he he's playing
0: owned. a role for people Correct. like the same thing with jeff bezos we found jeff bezos his his grandfather started mobile oil started right. darpa and here we have this presentation of the hardest working man in the world. He works so hard. He's harder working than everybody else. And he created Amazon. And then you start going, well, is Amazon a real company? Or is this just a camouflage for the new form of fascism, which is corporatocracy, where these corporations, which are just fronts for the U.S. government or the other way around. And he's and Amazon. is just a right. government agency.
1: But yeah, you're correct about that. Okay. So. Yeah, DARPA creates all of this. So DARPA created Facebook, DARPA creates Amazon. Uh, they were, when did those arise? All right. They arose uh, during the time of Obama, right? Bush and through Obama. Uh, so Amazon was in the Bush period. And then we come into Obama for, uh, and Facebook for solidifying. These were given to those individuals. So Bezos didn't invent this. He was right. uh, He was placed at the, at the same thing with Zuckerberg. I actually think that both of those have been taken away from those individuals. I think Amazon is not under the control of Bezos anymore. Yeah,
0: he stepped down.
1: Yeah, but the reason he stepped out and who who took over the control of the board of directors is very key, right? Because it's a retired military fellow. Uh, that So I think that certain things have happened within the positioning at that level and that we're starting to move to the point where uh, Will put all of these uh, social media companies and functional social digital companies like uh, Amazon under, um, let's call it state control, okay? And that they won't be these uh, mega corporations that way anymore. And we'll actually merge them into, as I say, something that, okay, so the end of, okay, all right, so the modern nation state started in 1699, all right? I think it's died. I think we've actually seen a slow death, and now we're coming back to discover that the modern nation state has died because we no longer have nation state wars. So we won't be having a war between the United States and China. There may be flare ups, there may be skirmishes over this period of time, these next 18 years, but we won't be having those kinds of wars because we're in the fourth world war now, and that's gonna finish it all, all right? The third world war was when, uh, was Charlie's war, where they took and they destroyed the ruble and collapsed the Soviet Union. Right. So that was an economic war, but it was none the, war nonetheless. Now we're in uh, the fourth world war where it's the globalist elite against all of humanity because they want to kill off all of humanity. Now we're going to fight back. They're going to lose because humanity is so big and, and powerful in the sense we got a lot of smart thinkers and stuff. Right. Uh, and the and the power elite are very small in number. And they're actually they, they're clever in some things, but they're really stupid in others.
0: Yeah, I totally agree on that.
1: And they're going down on this on this one. It'll take us a while to get rid of them. It'll take us a while to clean the systems out, but uh, we'll, we'll repair it all. But the, the way that the thing, see, this is where the woo gets really deep. So, so Amazon wasn't created by Bezos. Any of these things that you, any common preconception about any of our past history has to be rethought. All the way back, you know, I think the sock originated actually on the death of President Kennedy. I think that's what motivated these individuals to connect and form and start working. And it's been going since that fateful day uh, in November uh, in 1963. And I think they recognized that what was going on then. So the SOC, I do not believe, is as ancient as our enemy. But our enemy was had maneuvered uh Lyndon Johnson and all of this stuff in order to get it, Kennedy killed. Right. So so that was part of that was part of the bug attack, was yes. the assassination of Kennedy. So, you know, all of this stuff is, is so interwoven and these poor normies trying to absorb it all.
0: Yeah. And they can't really understand because they, they really put themselves in the shoes of these parasites and they go, well, I wouldn't do that. My mother wouldn't do that. My father wouldn't do that. People I know, <laughs> I know. wouldn't do that. Why would they do that? Hillary Clinton's like my mom and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You bring up, you brought up the bushes a couple times. I, 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 I believe they are the center, and again, most likely pawns, the center of this decay that has happened. Uh, you, know, the, you know, George Bush is in uh, Dallas on the day of JFK's assassination. He's in Washington, D.C. on uh, September 11th. And, you know, he, he, he infiltrates the Republican. He, you know, basically saves the CIA, infiltrates the Republican Party. Uh, through Reagan, and then he uses the Clintons, who he was doing coke deals with. Uh, He, you know, brings them in, sacrifices his own second term to bring the Clintons in, and uh, you see the start to decay. And not that they were perfect before that, but the real decay of the Democratic Party, where the the what they're saying in front of you and what they're doing behind closed doors yeah. are two different things, and that is ultimately both parties are are, are, are in my humble opinion, as Sam speaking, scumbags, right? But the difference between the Republicans and Democrats is that Republicans can be more honest with their constituents, even the poor ones are like deregulation, no taxes, blah blah blah, and the, yeah. But the Democrats, their base is all about everything that business people hate. Billionaires hate, government hates, all that stuff. The people with the money and the access of well, power. that used
1: to be that used to be the this case though, but look how it's flopped, right? I mean right. The, De- the Democrats anti-fa is supporting the vax. All right. They're beating up anti-vaxxers. Yeah. Uh, so and that's they're the brown shirts for the Democrats. So and the way that SOC is working is very interesting. So uh, you could have had an they actually contacted Trump and had him run for president and they had everything prepared. They had it all worked out for him to become president in 2016 and to overcome Hillary's cheating. And that's what scared the the people in in the powers that be, and they started really freaking out then. They ran into some real problems because Obama's job was to get rid of our guns, to turn us into Australia. So you note that in Obama's reign his reign of terror we had more shootings involving more dead children than at any other time in our country and the minute he gets out of office it all stops all right 100 percent and every single time of course they try and drive it to get the guns it didn't work and then then they were going to the idea was that he was going to do that and then hillary clinton was going to get us involved in a war which we would lose a war with the chinese all right and the reason for us to lose the war was that then the chinese could come on in and throw out our constitution and so we, they're still trying to do that they're still trying to have us have a war with china such that china will win somehow And then they'll say, "Okay, you're the new rulers of the United States and they'll throw out our Constitution now and do away with the Second Amendment. That's what they want to do. That's their plan at the moment because the first plan didn't work. But all of this is coming unglued. So the SOC decided to uh, hollow out and take over the Republican Party. So what you say about the Republicans in, as being part of the Uniparty is true, but there, it's being subsumed. So this is a counterinsurgency. So it's it's beautiful when you think about it, you analyze it, because we are using many of the same tactics that the Viet Cong used against us. And these tactics done appropriately in the War of the Flea are, are indomitable. You cannot defeat them. And, and so it's slow. It's merciful. It, it is unmercifully slow it is gruesome on your emotions but it is certain in its outcome because you involve and capture all of the hearts and minds of all of the normies and you have such a huge damn mass here of people that it cannot be turned any other way than the way in which you structured it so we will win in spite of all of the horror and the agony and stuff we're going to go through now i i always live a few years out okay because of my data i'm looking out and so on so i'm I'm really looking for January because we'll see a little tiny spark, I I believe, a little tiny spark of something that will be very positive, that will be able to affect you in a positive way so that you know that at the beginning of 2022, you'll get some idea that the end of 2022 will be far better.
0: So that's what the data is telling you right now that 2022 is the beginning of change and things it's, are going to be it's
1: the It's the year of initiation, okay? So I say that uh, advisedly because initiations are not fun, all right? So I uh, this Taoist guy I know that is extremely powerful Taoist magician went through an initiation that involved him sitting in a particular kind of meditation under this big uh, uh, cement pot, okay? A giant cement pot out in the sun in Thailand. All right. And, and it was worse than that, right, because this giant cement pot, which is like nine feet across, he crawls into the, this space and they put this pot down over him. And he sits there for two days and he meditates in this particular way to gain this particular part of the process. OK, this is part of the initiation. But the horror of it is that there's an open cesspit in that underneath that pot with him out in the hot sun in Thailand. So initiations are not pleasant, but when you come out very powerful.
0: Wow. Cliff, man, I could talk to you forever, dude. I love you. I love everything you're talking about. I love your style. I love your, uh, you know, everything, man. And, you know, cause like, even though, you know, I flunked first grade, I'm, I'm functionally illiterate, but, uh, I am, you know, I felt a lot of the things that you were talking about, that there is more going on, that there is a battle of good and evil. And that if they could do, Everything that they tell us they could do, they would do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> damn right. <laughs>
0: they yeah. would just come and clean us all out. If they, yeah. when you got a dude in a sweater at a TED Talk talking about killing off giant, and he mentions poor people, he literally yeah. says poor people in this speech, and the room laughs. Okay, just yeah. letting you know what you're dealing with right now. And they've done it several times. He said so much stuff. That is so dark and that room laughs so much because of conformity. And, you know, if they wanted to wipe us out, they would have done it already. It is that they need they know we are the power. That's why they got false flag, everything propagandize everything. If they had any power, they would come and drop the hammer of the gods on us or the hammer of the bug on us and And just
1: take us out. Yeah, they don't, don't see it happening. All, all they have is words and the ability to trick us. So Sun Tzu is correct. All war is deception, right? So they deceive us everywhere. So there is, a, there is this guy called Sad Guru. Okay? Sad Guru is this uh, fellow in India. It's a title. It's not his name. Uh, He had enlightenment experience, I know this to be factual, he's a very good man, I know this to be factual, but he's also been uh, co-opted, he's subsumed. He leads tens of millions of people in India, and they've got him on this idea that we have to uh, uh, reduce population. Now, this guy is a moral fellow, he is not into the Depop, right? But even he thinks that, that poverty is, in of itself, something that we can eliminate. And this I find shocking because this is a man who's been steeped all of his life in karma. All right. So there's something that's a truism. We must always have poverty. We must always have dysfunction, disease, uh, mental aberration, and these kinds of things beset humanity. Because it is from that that we get uh, all genius and all creativity. Because unless you can't eliminate any any part of a continuum and have it continue to be a continuum, right? So if we were to eliminate poverty, and they will, this is what they're going to say to you that all of this is necessary, that no one be born and suffer the burden of poverty in the future. So the powers that be have sold this to to sad guru as being a positive thing because the idea is that we'll reduce population, everybody will have much more stuff, and we won't have poverty. Xi Jinping in, um, in uh, China, Xi is saying that same thing at the beginning of COVID. He made this speech in, in Hubei province before COVID became official. It was like in September of, of uh, 2019. He made a speech in, in which he said an event is going to occur. And after that event, the Chinese people will be incredible, will be ever so much more wealthy. And there's only one way that you can have more wealthy Chinese, and that is to have fewer Chinese, right? And so they're all onto this population thing where they're going to sell you the idea that we're reducing the burden of poverty on future humans by our glorious act of killing people now. And I swear to you, that's, that's going to be the, their approach. They have no power. They can't do it. We can only do it to ourselves. When, if we can wake up all of the normies, the faster we wake them up, you know, the, that's why I'm doing all these interviews and stuff. People will hear this, they'll discard it, and then maybe they'll hear it two or three different times, or hear other parts of it, and they'll start thinking, hmm, maybe there's something there, right?
0: One hundred percent, man. You know, this is gonna, this was meant to be on my uh, premium content, but I'm gonna put it on the big show. I'm gonna put this episode on the big show so that all, all the people get to hear it because I think it's such an important message. And you know, I just want to say this: poverty, right? Hard times make hard men. Hard men make good times. Good times make soft men, right? And that's where it goes. You need hard times. I bless, I, I wish everybody a thousand failures before they get their chance at success because you need the tools and the drive to overcome That moment of like, this is your time to shine. This is your moment. You know, you step into it and you've you've put in your time, your effort, and you have the drive to succeed. Those who don't fail miserably.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hardship teaches wisdom.
0: Hardship teaches wisdom. Cliff, it was an honor to talk to you, brother. An honor, man. I really enjoyed it. It makes me feel feel amazing knowing that there's people like you out there that are super smart enough to break down things. And, uh, thank you for doing the show, man. And, uh, I sure, would like to get sure. you again on the show later down the line, whenever you want to come on and talk on the big show. So I'm going to put this out on premium content, but I'm also going to put it out on the big show so everybody can, uh, enjoy our conversation. Cause I think it was extremely important. So thank you, Cliff. If, thank if, you. Um, thank you. Where, where can they find you? Is there an, an uh, also i put afterwards. i put
1: stuff out on BitShoot. i've got a channel out there cliff c-l-i-f under h-i-g-h so i just okay. put it down on BitChute, and i'm on twitter under the same handle
0: if you can send me any links in the email that you got sure. for this thing i will put it I'll in it. this so and hopefully we'll send you a lot of love and the swarm will find you i appreciate you cliff <laughs> i want okay, you to have a great you. week and a great weekend we go deep homeboy <laughs> Aaron, open your mind <laughs> Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That, 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 that's some interdimensional idea. Oh <laughs> Wake up, Aaron.
1: This is only the beginning.
0: Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hat.